Hello, fellow Panther fans, and welcome to episode eight of the Indoor Cats podcast. I'm your host, Rod Gomez. You can find me on Twitter at RJ Gomez. Find the show on Twitter at Indoor Cats Pod. I have got a special treat for you today. I've got not one, but two young Panthers that are going to be on the show today. I've got Devontae Sapplinch and I've got Brandon Dabney. Oh, it's just so awesome to have them both uh, on the show at once. And they were both fabulous young men, and I cannot wait for you to hear uh, the conversations we had. Uh, we had a lot of fun talking about all kinds of stuff, football, what they like to do outside of football. Um, you're just going to love getting to know both of them. Uh, but before we get going with those, I just wanted to say a quick congratulations to Charles Williams. We barely knew you, Charles, defensive lineman for the Panthers. He is going to play for the Ottawa Red Blacks, or at least go up and, and, and have a tryout with the Ottawa Red Blacks, who, if you listen to the first episode, you know that is my uh, team in the Canadian Football League. So uh, I really hope, Charles, that I get a chance to, uh, to start cheering you on in the red and black and talk about you on my other podcast, the Wood Cookie Sawcast. So, uh, Charles, congratulations. So, yeah, that's it. We're going to do the two, the two interviews. I'm not going to do any other talking uh, because I really want this this episode to be all about uh, uh, Devontae and Brandon and, and for you guys to get to know them. So uh, with no more ado, we are getting to the interviews on this show. I am lucky enough to be joined today by Devontae Sapp Lynch, running back for your Oakland Panthers and uh, a man in and of its own right, despite the name being a little familiar. Devontae, thanks for being on the show. No problem. The pleasure is mine. Thanks for having me. Absolutely. All right. So it's no secret that you're from Oakland. So what's it like to stay in Oakland and play pro ball? Oh, honestly, uh, well, I've, I've had a couple months now to kind of let it sink in. So it's kind of getting to be to the point where I'm excited for it now. At first, it was kind of surreal. You know, I, I, I've been leaving to play football since like as soon as I left high school, pretty much. So it's been a while since I've played at home. So I'm looking looking forward to it a lot to get get to it. Yeah, and you have you've been playing abroad. You've been playing all over in the uh, in the arena areas like IFL. So let let's talk a little bit about your football journey because it's a pretty interesting one. So how did football get started for you? Well, as far as football getting started for me, it started back way back, like when I was seven years old. I started playing tackle football. So from that point, I. Um, I uh, went to, you know, I went to like five different high schools, which hindered me from uh, pretty much going to a, a good college. So I ended up going the JC route, and I went to a Contra Costa College in uh, San Pablo, California. I played for Coach Joe for two years, and then um, I went on to play Division Two football in New Mexico, <laughs> which was another, which was another long route, but. Um, that all there's a, a lot going on there that uh that's kind of like off the field stuff but it uh it led me in a direction getting an injury so then i had to sit down for like a year after my college so that's what really put me in a bad situation to to, to try to uh continue playing professionally that is because i didn't get a lot of good film coming out of my senior year in college so that led me to germany so after I healed my healed my injury, I bounced back from rehab, 
I fled to Germany. I did a half a season there. And then while I was there, actually, uh, the Nebraska Danger had, had reached out to me and I actually signed a contract with them while I was still in Germany. So as soon as I came back from there, I had to get straight to work. And then I played, played indoor, and now I'm trying to continue to climb the ladder pretty much. So what's it like in Germany? Like, I know that there's some folks that, that do take that trip over and play football in Germany, but what was your experience like? Because I got to tell you, as an American, sometimes being overseas is, is overwhelming, and then you're there to play football. So what was your experience like in Germany? Uh, personally, my experience was uh, a lot of fun. I had a lot of fun in Germany because I'm a very open-minded person overall. So <clears throat> I went there with really no expectations and no, you know, I didn't want to limit myself to, to any ceiling or whatever. So I just, uh, I just was open to, to meeting all the people trying, trying their culture, their way of living. And what I really realized is that I like the system in Germany. So it would, it would be no surprise to see me back over there, even just visiting. Isn't it funny? I, we, we, we sometimes take what we have here for granted, but then we go overseas and we see just how efficiently some countries operate. And we, I mean, it's just eye opening. And, and for me, I spent a little time in Korea, so I got to see some efficiency there. But yeah, I mean, Germans, I know yeah. my friends that were stationed in Germany said it was amazing. So what did you like over there? What, what was your favorite thing to do? Uh, my favorite thing to do in Germany, what was I doing? I was drinking a lot of beer. <laughs> As well you should <laughs> in Germany. I, lie to you. <laughs> <laughs> I was drinking Tiskies, Kronbachers, uh, all kind of beer. I, they, they're like known for it. But other than that, we were, you know, it's just regular stuff. It was a couple guys out there that I knew from uh, from home. So it made the experience a little bit better. We were able to, you know, enjoy the nightlife there as far as going to clubs and stuff. And then we also did the touristy thing. So I really like Cologne more than Dusseldorf, personally. Don't tell nobody I said that. But, yeah, but as far as the beers, because they got a big rivalry with their uh, with their beers and stuff. So, yeah. So how does German? What do Germans like about football? I mean, do they do they enjoy it over there? Do they dig it? What, what is what was the uh, what was the fan base like? Um, well, well, the team I play for is kind of like a, a more like a, it's like a smaller team, and everybody is like family. Like it's been a team that's been together for since they started and stuff. So they um, they are really uh, supportive of their team. And uh, football, I can tell, is, is really just growing. It's it's it's, a, uh, it's on a small spectrum right now, but it's definitely growing out there. Yeah, I've heard that some of the, and in fact, they're they're actually partnering now with the Canadian Football League to try to grow their league as well. They're they're sort of uh, inter intercrossing, so I, I can only assume that the sport's probably going to get a little bit bigger uh, over there. But yeah, that's crazy. So okay, look, so you came back uh, uh, to to the states and started playing indoor football. What was that adjustment like coming from a well, not just a, a, a you know NCAA type of a situation of American football, but then you go to Germany play their football. Now you come back and learn a whole new brand of football what was that like oh, uh honestly it was kind of it was hard but then it, i had event advantages in the, in the, in that area too because my cousin troy evans he played indoor so i was kind of able to watch his uh his film before i came in watch his film and everything and then even when i got to nebraska he was on the team so i was consistently getting a little extra extra help and tips on how to how to really move in this indoor league because 
it's completely different than running outdoor. Like as far as the way you uh, perform on your cuts and your and, and just awareness, everything is just different. So I had to really change a lot of aspects of my game and to make it fit and be successful for me in the indoor football league. Yeah, because running not that much of a priority in the indoor game, but I heard and I and I haven't really gotten experience it a whole lot, but I've heard that the running game is a little different in the indoor versus the arena. In that there actually is sort of a running game in the indoor. Is that true? Oh yeah, that's absolutely true. That was one of my concerns when they first reached out to me because I'm thinking like, damn man, I'm about to have to go out here and just be playing wide receiver and like you know just blocking like. But then when I uh. When I got there and actually learned the rules and, and getting with uh, Coach Coach Sewell from Nebraska Danger, he uh, he broke it down to me like realistically, this indoor football league is like outdoor football, but indoor. If it makes sense, like our run, we actually are running run scheme plays. Like we're running zones and we're running gap scheme. We're running power. We're running stretch. We're running. Like you see me as far as uh, a run a run scheme, but. In arena, I guess they don't run the ball at all. I don't really know about arena like that. But I just know that I wasn't going to be able to uh, <laughs> just be up close to the line of scrimmage, blocking, blocking linemen every play. <laughs> so when they, when they broke that down to me, I was I was more excited about coming into it and then actually seeing it because like, we ran the ball a lot. Actually, I actually had the ball a lot. <laughs> Well, what's crazy is that in, in arena, yeah, I mean, you you would mistake the running back for a linebacker or a, a fullback because that's how big those guys are. But I was looking at the, when I, when I was watching the signings and stuff of who's, who was getting on the team, and I thought, wow, these are a little bit smaller than the uh, arena running backs, and I'm wondering how they're going to play. Mm, well, I mean, it's, it's, it's really, it's a different game. I, I wouldn't even... Uh... I wouldn't even say it in the same. I, oh, shit. We're just going to have to see how it goes. No, and I'm excited because, I mean, again, if I love a good running game, I'm a sucker for a good running game, especially, you know, when you watch all the blocking assignments get, get nailed and the, the running back finding the right hole and just breaking it loose. Like, Absolutely. Yeah, I mean, passing game, yeah, passing game sexy and all, but give me a good running game and, and I'm, I'm all right. So I'm excited to watch it actually play out in the indoor uh, rather than what we saw in the arena. So uh, I'm sure you're excited for that. It's definitely the only true. If you ain't got a good running game, then you can, can't expect to even be able to pass the ball. So it all starts somewhere. It certainly does. It certainly does. So um, I was going to ask you what your, your favorite part of, of playing the indoor game is, but I kind of, I think I might already know the answer, but what is your favorite part of playing this indoor game? Um, well, let's see if I could throw you off there since you, since you think you know. <laughs> <laughs> nah, uh, personally, I think that the most, the most exciting, I think it's because it's so exciting. That's the thing that I like the most about this game. It can, it can literally go from, zero to a hundred and then back down to 50 like in a matter of place and you could really miss something crazy you just blink your eyes it's just the, the aspect of not knowing what could happen and when, when it could happen in this game is what i like about it and it's like backyard football that's how it's fun to me so Oh, for sure. And it's fun for the fans. I mean, like you said, if you got a quarterback that can throw at the length of the field and flip the, the whole game on one single play, or if you, you know, get it from the goal line and just break it loose, you don't have to run a hundred yards. You, you're running 50 yards. You're scoring. 
just going, yeah, or just even going over the wall and just interacting with the fans, all that stuff is just, it's crazy. I like it. And, and and that's the thing too. I mean, I know that obviously the NFL is the brass ring, but along the way and along the road, I mean, is it? It's good, I suppose. And and maybe you can back me up on this. It's good to stop and smell the roses and to figure out why you're playing the game, right? And stops like these, I think, do that for players uh, more than just the ones that go straight to the to the pros and then don't know and and maybe lose sight of why they play. Yeah, yeah I mean, I definitely understand that. And then on another scale too, this being a different type of football it kind of, uh, you know, adds value to it because, you know, you can you can go and see the XFL about to start but or the AAF tried to start, but competing with the NFL is just, you know, it kind of kind of gets in the way. So I think focusing just on this type of football, it's easy to just not get caught up in why am I doing this because obviously if it's not fun to you anymore, you don't have family, you're doing it for a reason, then – any type of football, you should probably get away from me. <laughs> you get hurt. <laughs> Was you're that, not all in, that's the easiest way to get hurt. If you're not all in, locked in. Yeah, no, absolutely. Was there any interest at all in maybe the XFL or the AAF when those started? Did you, did you have any interest whatsoever in those? Yeah, actually, my, nah, I don't even, it's weird because I get interest all the time, so I don't even, I don't even get excited off of interest anymore because I've had, <laughs> Interest from so many different situations that that you know it didn't fall through. So I'm more of a just wait and see see what happens, how things play out before I, I get too excited about anything. Well, I've had action at TFL, NFL, XFL, and AAF. I've talked to it, so I'm not too excited. But you know, it is what it is. No, it's all good. And now you're on the Oakland Panthers. You get to play in front of the home crowd, and you get to you know light up the the, the folks that know you best. So I'd say you're in a pretty good situation. I'm more than grateful. I'm in an amazing situation. I love <laughs> I to hear that. Thought I would get to play professional football for my hometown. So okay, That's- I saw an article that you uh, you had red and gold on, and you felt a little funny because uh, you were in the Niners camp. And what was that experience like for you? <laughs> that was uh it was fun it was fun but it was a little you know how that go when you grow up liking a team so much but then you get to this stage where this is what you want to do for your career and you got like, to put little things aside like man i know i used to hate this team but <laughs> <laughs> nah realistically i would have been i would have definitely been grateful even if i could have you know got any type of shot with the 49ers yeah, but see, then you would have also been rivals to the person that we're about to talk about now because we got to bring him up, right, Mister Marshawn? Oh, yeah. I mean, you would have been you would have been rivals with him in the Seahawks version of it too. So, um, all right, what well, what's it like? What what is it like uh, having Marshawn as a brother? Um, it's pretty normal. It's just like <laughs> having any like I got I got two other brothers, so it's just like having those two guys as brothers. Is is he, he just like anybody else having a brother? He beats you up, <laughs> pick on you, and look out for you when you need it. Awesome, awesome. What did did he did he consult you at all before going back to the to the NFL for a couple of uh, games? Oh yeah, you know he always uh, asks for advice from his little big brother. <laughs> but nah, really, he uh, he just needed to know if he could uh, if he could. What it, what if he could bounce back that fast? Cause it was it was a short 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 time, man. I know him, so 
it was nothing but encouragement. It was just putting putting your head down and going to do it. So he did that. Well, and then I was saying on Twitter too, I said, you know, how cool is it that your owner crosses the goal line in a NFL game? But that had to have been equally as cool watching your brother do it again. Oh, yeah, I was awesome. Well, I was hella excited when he said he was going to go back. So, yeah, it was crazy, though. I ain't, you know, it didn't work out how we all expected it to, but it, it was still good. I mean, he did his thing for sure. Three games, four touchdowns, that's as good as a running back. I mean, that's yeah. just beast mode all over again. But here's the thing. Here's the great part about it. In a couple of months, he gets to watch you do the same thing on your field. So um, that that's what we're here to watch. I know, yeah. So it's, just a, it's, a, it's, a, it's a year-round thing for us, I guess. <laughs> Nick can't keep the Lynch brothers off the football field, that's for sure. <laughs> that's damn near right. Cause as soon as indoors are rock, potentially... I'd be heading back to Germany for two months just to see if I stay in shape. Oh, nice, nice. See, and I told you, you're, you you want to go back. You probably look. You're going to end up living there because you are going to fall in love with that <laughs> that country all over again. We're going to be talking Man, to you live I've via German. That <laughs> <laughs> I've had that thought too many times already. Uh, I I'm, I wouldn't even blame you. I, I keep trying to tell everybody you live overseas for a little while, and then you just get the itch and you want to go do it again. Heck yeah, you just get that one taste of just how big this world really is, and you just want to go see it all after that. Absolutely. So speaking of big worlds, what do you do outside of the football field? What keeps you busy when there's no football? No football offseason. I am working, and I am bowling, and <laughs> chilling, and working out. That's really all I do in the offseason. Bowling, huh? Yeah, I'm, I'm pretty good at bowling. I won't... Uh, I won't I won't hype myself up too much, but if anybody wanna come see me, it's it's whatever. <laughs> <laughs> you got your own shoes and your own ball? Yeah, I got like three or four three or four balls. <laughs> okay, you're serious then. <laughs> What's your best game? Have you have a perfect game yet? No, I haven't. My high right now is two forty five. That's still I my highest ever was two eighty one, but that was once. And that was the only time I ever touched anywhere near that. It was after 10 games. I finally got one good one. And then now I'm around, I don't know, 201. Yeah, that's all it really takes is one, just one good day, one good game. So are you going to try to uh, get all your, your pals to bowl with you? You going to whoop them up? Oh, yeah. we gonna That's going to be a little bit of part of the team bonding for sure because it brings a competitive nature and it's a little out of our element. Plus, it's pretty funny to see some football players bowl because they don't be coordinated, throwing the ball all over the place. I actually got some technique, so it's going to be funny. I mean, when your 300-pound lineman tries to roll it down. <laughs> Trying to bowl the ball and put some spin on it. <laughs> <laughs> well, his fingers, they'd have to actually bore the holes out bigger for some of those guys, I'm sure. At the drill, the brand-new holes for the lineman. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, uh, all right. So listen, we cannot wait for your season to get started. I'm sure you guys can't either. When when is actual camp and when do you guys get to finally um put pads on and start hitting each other? Oh um well camp is gonna start February twenty fifth, so that's gonna be in a pretty much a couple of weeks. We gotta get ready for that. Our first game though is gonna be March fourteenth, so we got first week by which should help us should help us a little bit too. And then uh camp 
camp is uh I think we'll get pads and stuff damn near as soon as camp starts, I think. <laughs> so we're gonna get right real quick. So I'm excited and I'm looking forward to uh getting the chemistry down with these guys, this group of guys we're bringing in because we're all a first year program and we got some we got some uh some work to do for sure. Yeah, you do. And and then you've got a great coach too, so you're excited to play for Coach Bryant? Yeah, I love Coach Brown's energy. He he be ready. He be ready to go. Yeah, you can just tell in the interviews that he does that he he loves every single one of you guys that are coming in. Like they hear his own kids. Definitely, yeah. He, I, I mean, he texts me more than shoot <laughs> more than anybody right now. So me and Coach, we on we definitely locked in and we ready to go. So his page, and I'm gonna jump on it, and we going we gonna we gonna flow. I'm ready for it. And so are we. I cannot wait. So, Devontae, tell everybody where they can find you on social media if they want a good follow. You are a good follow, by the way. So, uh, tell everybody where they can find you. Oh, yeah. My um, my Twitter handle and Instagram is off underscore Devontae. And, uh, yeah, that's really all I use is Twitter and Instagram. That's all you need. That's all you need. Yeah, yeah that's all you need. From there, you can find me. Exactly. All right. Devontae Sapolinch, everybody, running back for the Oakland Panthers. You can catch him coming up soon, uh, March 14th, that first game. We can't wait, Devontae. Thanks for being on the show. Thanks for having me. Go Panthers. We are lucky enough to be having another guest with us today. We've got Brandon Dabney. He's a defensive back for the Oakland Panthers. And just before this conversation, I got to tell you, you are going to love this conversation because Brandon's already excited. So Brandon, welcome to the show. Thank you. I appreciate you having me. Absolutely. All right. So listen, we talked a little bit just before we, we, we hit the record button. You're excited, man. I, I love this. Yeah, I can feel your excitement. So tell me all about your excitement level for being on the Panthers right now. I mean, I mean, uh, I'm, I'm really excited for this organization. You know what I mean? Being able to come home and play in my, you know, my mom's hometown, you know, um, um, in the Bay Area where all my family is. I mean, it's a blessing because, you know, at the end of the day, none of this is uh, guaranteed, uh, especially on my end, you know, I, I sat out of football a whole year, you know what I mean? Just doing tryouts, CFL tryouts and nothing sticking, you know? So being able to, 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 to sign to the Oakland Panthers, them giving me a shot, um, and, you know, uh, keeping my faith in God and just putting my head down and grinding, uh, it's, it's just truly a blessing, you know? So you said you got to play in your mom's hometown, but you are from Manteca, correct? Yeah. Yeah. I'm from Manteca, California. So just a stone's throw from where I'm at in Stockton. Uh, what was it like uh, playing football in Manteca? Oh, playing football in Manteca? I mean, that's where I got my toughness at. Manteca High, I, 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 like like playing there, you know, it, it, it really changed me because I played, obviously, Pop Warner for a couple of years. But playing there, that's where I got the dog in me at. And, um, you know, I, I really appreciate all those coaches that I've had there because they, they molded me to be the player that I am today. Um, you know, uh, Coach Fryer, shout out to Coach Fryer, you know, he, he taught me a lot um, about about playing DB, and I thought I knew it all when I, you know, when I came in. So, um, yeah, it just they just helped mold me into the player that I am today. Well, and everybody talks about Texas football, Texas football, but California football is pretty competitive too, especially here in Northern California. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, most definitely, most definitely. Even the uh, the junior college, junior college ball, you know, it's it slept on out here. You know what I mean? We, we play some good ball out here. You know, it's not just the, the other side. It's not just the, you know, the Mississippi. It's not just the Texas. You know what I mean? It's some good ball in Cali, too. So, um, 
Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, 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 you know, the thing is, you played for Majesto Junior College, which is another rival of Delta College, which I went to. So, man, we are just opposite <laughs> sides of the world, aren't we? Yeah, yeah. I did, that, that's a good rivalry. I, lo- I loved our little rivalry while I was uh, at MJC. Oh, I, we hate MJC. I don't know what it is about <laughs> it, but it's just that rivalry, right? Yeah, but it wasn't like, like, like when I was there, it was like, yeah, it was a rivalry, but we weren't really like, you know what I'm saying? Like, like, oh, we hate Delta. Like, yeah, it was just more, it was more like a, um, you know, it's just, you know, it's a, it's a rivalry because it's been like that, but it's like when we were there, it was like, it was different, you know what I mean? Because, Obviously, you know, they, they had a, a couple struggling years. So we were focused on, like, you know, other games like Fresno, like, you know, other school other school or junior colleges, you know what I mean? Yeah, Fresno City, they're they're pretty good, too. But speaking of Fresno, so out of MJC, you actually had a shot to, to maybe go to Fresno State, but you, you passed and you went to Lamar. Talk about that. Yeah, yeah. Um, with the Fresno State thing, you know, they were – this is a time that they were, you know um, – they were they were changing staff and uh, I talked to the coach and stuff like that and it was never an offer but it was you know a per- preferred walk on to go there but um, I felt like the best thing for 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 my family financially would be for me to you know get a scholarship because that's the you know that's the goal you know I want to get my education for free and I knew that would take me take it take me a long way take my family a long way so um, by me going to Lamar University you know the scholarship and then you know because I, I had to choose between them and. Sac State, I felt like me getting out of my comfort zone and going to Texas and playing ball for free, you know, that's that that'll be the you know the best opportunity for me, and and, and luckily I did so. So, um, you know, I connected with a whole lot of different people, met met coaches, met players, you know, um, and and grew as a as a player, um, both physically and mentally. So, um, it was it was honestly it was a good experience. I don't know what it is about California boys leaving to go to Texas. I mean, I did the same thing right out of high school. So what was your experiences like in Texas? I know what mine were like, but what, what was yours in Texas? It was, it was, it was really fun and exciting. It was crazy. Um, Cause when I got to Lamar, you know, obviously it's a new coaching staff, whatever, but um, we actually got a hurricane, uh, hurricane Harvey. Uh, it hit like week two of our season. So we, uh, man, it was, it was hard on us. Um, we dealt with a lot of stuff, you know, we, we, well, like our water got cut off and then the food in the, in the, in the, in the dorms was like, it was very little. It was like oatmeal and like, you know, we didn't, we, we didn't, we were, we didn't have access to the stuff that the regular student has, you know what I mean? And it was like, I, I was shocked. Cause I'm like, I ain't never been in this type of weather in my life. So uh, it was pretty scary. And then we, we got the next year, we got a, 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 a another bad storm, but, it was nothing like Harvey and um but but like people wise it was it was it was it was dope because all of them you know they they accepted me with open arms I built a lot of relationships with a lot of my a lot of the players like I still talk to every day you know what I mean and it was just I, I, was, I was just so glad I was able to do that because I got you know coming back home now it's like man I got I got friends over here I got people that weren't from Texas that were from other schools that came to Lamar and now I'm connecting with them in different states and it's just it's just cool you know what I mean yeah, and that's the thing about and and folks don't understand. I guess from here in in, in Northern California, in the Central Valley, where we're at, it, it tends to be where people come and just stay, or they don't leave. And and then when you are the one to leave and you come back, you've got a whole different perspective, especially in the weather. Right? Our idea of of bad weather here in Northern California is when it rains for about fifteen minutes, and we're all pissed off about yeah. it. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, it's crazy. Yeah, that's why that's I try to explain to, like, some of my teammates back out there because, you know, it's it's normal for people to leave. You know, it's Texas. Like, 
and almost every school, you know, they're being heavily recruited. And in our area, I, I try to explain to them, like, it's difficult when you're not being recruited. It's difficult. You know, look, like my like myself, I, I wasn't recruited at all out of high school. I wasn't, you know what I'm saying, I wasn't a heavy recruit for, for, for junior college until my second year. You know what I mean? Like, people don't get out of where, where you know, the, 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 Central Valley, the Central Valley, you know what I mean? So um, just being able to be the person to go get out and, play past college, you know, get your degree after you play in college and, and, and setting a good role model for not only my nieces and nephews, but other kids that can be looking at me that I don't even, you know, that I don't even know of, you know what I mean? So it just, it just feels good to, 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 to be the person that gets out and set a good example. What was your degree in? What did you study out there? Uh, it was criminal justice, but it was, it, it was general studies. Oh, you want to be a CSI guy, don't you? Yeah, no, I I, I uh, actually wanted to be a firefighter, but I figured like doing criminal justice classes, I can I can choose between uh, going the criminal justice, you know, being a, being a cop or something, or a correctional officer, or I could go be a firefighter, and then by me having my degree, I you you get paid more. So um, I looked at it in that aspect, and uh, I just felt like that was the best decision for me. So. So coming out of college, you said you took a year off. Uh, what were the what were the opportunities for you? I mean, were, were they not to your liking, or or just how, how was that experience after college and and wanting to keep playing football? Oh uh, well, um, but, you know, after after the season, uh, I knew I wanted to keep working out. Uh, my body felt great after the season. I wasn't beat up, so I you know I just kept grinding. I kept working out. You know, I was doing a lot of things on my own. Um, I just kept training and um, I just focused on, I focused on, you know, doing stuff right, you know, getting my mobility right. And I was training for the, the pro day. So I did the pro day, got my numbers for the pro day. You know, we did it in front of uh, a couple NFL teams, like three, two, three NFL teams. And then, you know, uh, you know, obviously no callback or anything like that. No cap and bite. So I was like, okay, you know, I'm going to roll with the punches and uh, I'm going to do the CFL tryouts. So, um, you know, in between the the semesters, I was doing the CFL trials. The, I did the Saskatchewan Rough Riders, and I did the Red Blacks. So uh, I did both of those. Those were great experiences. I met a lot of players. You know, it was fun doing the one-on-ones. Um, you know, I felt like I showcased my talent very well at those. But then again, there was uh, no callbacks. So I, I just kept training and kept training. And, I, and uh, honestly, uh, I didn't I didn't know where I was going from that. Um, because I wasn't getting more, any more, you know, I wasn't getting any calls. So uh, I was, you know, obviously looking at other trials when this trials would start up, and just, just so happened, um, uh, I, uh, I ended up uh, seeing one of the, 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 the tryouts. Someone's father had sent it to me, um, and he had said, you know, uh, they're having the tryout in Oakland. Yada yada. Yeah, I know you're at school, but uh, I think you should check it out. So I was like, all right, cool. So I registered, put my highlight in, and they, they. You know, the coaching staff hit like they hit me back as as soon as possible, and and it seemed like it was a day after they hit me back, and then told me advised me to to go to the tryout, and uh, that's when I went out there and you know, you know, showcased my talent, and um, uh, my family and stuff came out, so it was it was a good experience, like uh, being able to do that, and then them calling me a week later or how many days later, it was it was just it was just a good experience. It was like perfect timing. And speaking of perfect, I mean, your coach is somebody you're very familiar with, uh, or at least one of the coaches that's over there now is somebody you're very familiar with. So talk about uh, Coach Schaefer, huh? Man, Coach Schaefer, that's my guy, man. Uh, he, he coached me my freshman year when I first came in. I was I was about 5'6", 120, soaking <laughs> wet. So, um, But he, you know, he still started me at corner and he, he you know, 
yeah, I had the opportunity of 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 playing for him. Uh, he he led us to a, a good season. You know, uh, I think we went eight and two or nine and one uh, season, and then um um. But it was it was it was fun. It was fun. I I loved him as a coach, and it's just it's just crazy how how you know stuff aligned to where you know he he's the he's the coach for the Oakland Panthers, and I just so happened to uh get you know get signed so. Yeah, um, it's just it's just it's crazy to me. It's crazy to me, but it's it's still a blessing. And you get to play pro ball. I mean, at the end of the day, that is is what you want to do. And it may not be you know the glitz and the glamour. Which, by the way, I just got to tell you right now, I'm a gigantic Red Blacks fan. So had you gone onto the Red Blacks, it, we'd have been cheering for you <laughs> under a completely different circumstance. But um, yeah, but you get to play in Oakland, and that and you get to play back in California. You get to play, like you said in your mom's hometown, close to where you're from, how, I mean, that's just got to be just a great feeling all around. Yeah, it just, it, it almost doesn't feel real because, um, just it being so perfect and me being gone so long and my mom, you know, she, she has vertigo, uh, she has emotion sickness disease, so she can't go on the flights, you know what I mean? She can't drive out to Texas to see me play in person. You know, she couldn't go to the senior day game, you know what I mean? So I just had my dad with me. Um, but, being able to be back and have my family together and able to come to my games, all my nieces and nephews, because um, I'm I'm the youngest of seven, so I'm setting an example for for twenty something nieces <laughs> and nephews. You know what I mean? So having being able to be being able to play and show them, you know, lead the show them the way and letting them like come to the games to watch me. Um, it's just honestly, it's, it's it's like I said, it's a blessing, man. I just I thank God every day. And um, I'm just happy that, you know, it's it's in my mom's hometown. It's, you know, the Oakland Raiders is gone. So we right in there, you know, we're going to be in there, you know, supporting the communities and, and bringing entertainment to them, you know what I mean? And, and, and doing the best we can to, 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 to do something productive for the city of Oakland. Your excitement is infectious, man. I got chills just, just, just listening to your excitement, but yeah, Oakland's gone, man. The Oakland, Oakland Raiders are, are they left a hole that you guys are now filling and, and what better way to, uh, to get in there to, to, to do it right after they left. I mean, you guys are going to start in March. So, uh, the, the writing on the wall won't even be dry yet by the time you guys get in there. So what do you know about the indoor game? Like what, what do you know? What have you seen? How familiar are you with it? Well, um, even before they signed me, when I um, when when I initially went to the tryout, I would watch like I would watch games from the playoffs last year. Like the the I watched the Arizona Rattlers play uh, almost all of their their playoff games. I just watch how they move, how the players move, how they do the the waggle. Like in the CFL, when I did the trials, they did the same thing. Well, I don't know if it's called the waggle for the IFL, but that's what they called it for the CFL and how the receivers move and their, their concepts and how, how does some DBs play it? And how does some DBs play it when they get beat? You know, I just, I just do it like studying on my own, you know what I mean? And <clears throat> um, being able to, to do that and learn like, you know, the different, the differences in the, in the game. I mean, I feel like I, 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 I know a lot and I can, I know enough to be successful um, in whatever scheme I'm in for, for that league. And that's the thing about DB. I mean, the the defensive back position in arena, in indoor, the the fast paced games like that. They always say it, the announcers are always like, "Well, the DBs are always going to get beat, but they got to have a short memory." So, uh, yeah. are you are you ready for you know? Because they're going to score. <laughs> you know, they're going to put up yeah, some exactly. scores, right? So, so are you ready for that mindset? Are you ready to kind of let that play go and hit it again the next one? 
well, the well, the mindset. Well, mindset for me is uh, to not or never get beat. That's that's the mindset for me. But um, I know I, the the reality of it is it's gonna happen. Um, so so so, so having a short short term memory. I mean, it's having a short memory, just letting the play go. You know what I mean? If it happens, it happens. On to the next. Um, that's the mindset you have to have. You know what I mean? Because if you're thinking about that play, you're gonna let that play destroy you. You know what I mean? You're gonna let that affect your gameplay, and you you're gonna let that mess you up, mess your mentality up for the rest of the game. And you're like, oh well, well he just caught one on me. Dang, like you know you can't be on yourself hard. So um, yeah, I know I know what's gonna happen, um, but the the mindset uh, that I have is to not get beat. You know, be as shut down as possible. But if I'm on an island or if I'm in the scheme running something else, you know what I mean, doing the 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 most I can do to help my team win every game. What a life lesson, though. I mean, a defensive back. I, I feel like you would have a great uh, motivational speaker because you do when you get beat. Because I, I would feel like as a defensive back, that feeling of watching somebody score has got to be huge. You just it's got to be hard, and and to be able to to go back out there again and say not this time. I mean that that's a great message for anybody, right? Let alone just a, a, another football player. Yeah, yeah, you got you got you got to uh you got to you got to get that out your head like if it happens you got to boom on to the next cuz uh, I mean for me personally when I was younger I w- I was really small, I was really short and really small but I had heart and when you know when it did happen like say it did happen I learned from my mistakes and it just carried on until uh, junior college or high school, junior college, uh, Lamar. You know what I mean? It's just like it's just a mentality that 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 I have got over time. So um, that's why I just I, I I preach that. You know, I tell it to my nephew because my nephew played DB for a little bit. And you know, if it happens, you know, it happens. You have to have short term memory, and you gotta you gotta move on. You know what I mean? I, I've been blessed to have have great coaches. Um, um, you know, put stuff in my toolbox to where um, I know I know where to be. You know what I mean to prevent those things. But you know, at the end of the day, it's going to happen. So um, just keeping the right mentality of 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 on to the next play. Like let's get better this next play, or let's do like, let, let's get a stop this next this next uh, possession. You know what I mean? Absolutely. So all right, let's shift gears a little bit. What do you like to do for fun? What what is it? Uh, what is it that keeps you occupied when when you're not playing football? Oh, like I like I said in my my interview, I'm I'm like a, a real down to earth person. I'm 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 real active. Like I have a lot of nieces and nephews, so I'm 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 running around with them. I'm playing basketball with them, playing football. Um, uh, just 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 you know, being being a regular. I like I like game. Like I you know I'm a gamer. You know what I mean? Uh, I play 2K. You know uh, I go to the park. You know hoop whatever. Or if it's going to the gym and and running fives. You know what I mean? Like I I I. I uh, that's just the things I love to do, you know what I mean? Um, and I, I love being around my family. Like, that's another thing. I love bonding with my family because um, I feel like even though I have a lot of nieces and nephews that live with me, I'm the youngest of seven, but I feel like those are my little brothers and stuff like that. So when we're, like, playing basketball one-on-one or one-on-three or we're playing video games or whatever, like, uh, I don't know, this is just stuff I enjoy to do. 
That's so, and and you know the thing of it. I'm sure growing up, you liked being in the Central Valley because I used to tell people all the time. They they said, "Well, you know, do you live close to Disneyland?" And I would always have to laugh at them and say, "No," because Disneyland's like a six hour trip for us, uh, <laughs> especially with traffic. But I used to tell them, I said, "You know, we live about an hour and a half from anything you want to do. You want to go to the mountains? It's an hour and a half north. You want to go to the exactly. beach? Hour and a half west, right? I mean, it's it's yeah, it exactly. it's fun." Yeah, it's it's really crazy, and it's and it's funny to explain that to other people. They're like, they don't under, they don't really understand. Like, you can go to the snow and go to the beach in the same day. So it's just it's crazy. You know what I mean? <laughs> Being able to, especially from this area, go to the Bay Area, or you know what I mean, go somewhere else. It's 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 real cool. It's a nice area. So, are you going to be staying in Oakland, or are you going to be back in Manteca? Um, when when we do start, uh, the facilities and stuff are in Livermore, so I will be staying in Livermore. I feel like me being as close as possible to the facilities, being able to have access to you know stuff, whether if it's uh, me you know you know training on the the practice field, like after practice or on other days we don't have practice, or if I want to go in for for treatment or something, I want to be able to be right there. You know what I mean? Because you know the, you know the Livermore traffic. Oh, the Altamont from, coming to and from. Manteca to go out there or coming back from there, the traffic is ridiculous. So mm. I don't want to have no no miscommunications to where I, I'm driving to practice in the morning and I just traffic and I'm late or something. I don't want to have any of that. So I'm going to be staying in Livermore. Yeah, I don't blame you at all, man. That Altamont, no thank you. I would not want to be on that at all at any point in any time. <laughs> yeah, that, yeah, it gets it gets pretty rough on the Altamont. Yes, it does. So uh, all right, Brandon. I feel like we've uh, we've held you hostage long enough, but uh, I just want to say that I am absolutely looking forward to watching you play. I'm looking forward to getting to to meet you, and uh, I'm so glad that we got a chance to to get to know you better, and the fans got a chance to listen to your story and how just like I said, jazzed you are to be part of this team. Yeah, I, I really do appreciate it, and I appreciate you guys calling me and you know interviewing me and stuff like that. Um, I'm glad I'm able to 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 let the, the the fans know what kind of like person I am, and you know just 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 what to expect um, this upcoming season from you know our players or from from myself. So uh, uh, thank you again for calling, and um, I appreciate you guys, and I appreciate uh, this organization. Absolutely, thank you. Well, I'm sad that episode had to come to an end. <laughs> what a great show. What great guests, man. I can't... Uh, Devontae, Sap Lynch, and Brandon Dabney, just both outstanding young gentlemen and just fine representations of the Oakland Panthers organization. I, I just hope you enjoyed the conversations as much as I did. Uh, I, I really... I, I can't even stress enough how, much, uh, how awesome it is. And I can't even... <laughs> When you get a podcaster flummoxed like this, it, it's great. I just, I'm really gushing because they're they're just so much fun. The, the players are so much fun to get to know. I really do hope Oakland that you understand that you're getting a, a bunch of great young men that just want to play football for you and, and want to play football for themselves. And so, hopefully, getting to know them has been a, a, as much of a joy to you as it's been to me. Uh, again, you can find Devonte on Twitter at TearItOff underscore Vonte. Uh, V-O-N-T-E. And then you can find Brandon Dabney on Twitter at BDAB underscore 11. So make sure you follow them. They're good follows. I'm sure you can find their Instagram from there as well. But uh, I live on Twitter, so that's where you should be too. Uh, anyways, 
like I said, lots of fun getting to know these guys. I, March 14th is almost here, guys. We're really only a little over uh, a month away. You know, I, I maybe more than a month and a half, but still. It can't get here fast enough, but uh, I want to thank the Oakland Panthers organization and the coaches for for continuing to help us uh, fill this this airspace with uh, future players, with future Panthers. And uh, like I said, we'll keep we'll keep them coming all season, all up until uh, kickoff, and then we'll keep them coming some more. Uh, I think you guys deserve to to hear from your favorite players, or who will soon be your favorite players. And, uh, and get to know them. So, all right, that's it. Episode eight is complete. Uh, thank you for the ride. Thank you for everybody for showing up and, and listening. And thanks to the players for being on the show. And until next time, uh, we are going to get busy and you're going to hear us roar. <laughs>